This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. We are always told to eat only when you're hungry and stop eating when you're full. But how do you really know? There is a bit of confusion around that whole topic. Andrea Hallwagner, the chocoholic nutritionist, she's a registered dietitian with HealthStand Nutrition. She joins us today. Hello, Andrea. Hello. This is just a big, confusing topic, yet it's made out to be, you know, sound so very easy. Oh, exactly. I mean, okay, just stop eating when you're full. Well, I'm not quite sure when I'm full. So, so what's the difference between, let's start with appetite and hunger then? You bet. So appetite is that desire for food, and it's often triggered by the senses, things like um, seeing food, smelling it. You think of popcorn at the movies, for example, or even just thinking about food. Um, And what happens with appetite is even if you're hungry, your appetite can either stop you from eating at times when we're either sick or really stressed out, or we can feel actually very full, but our appetite can kind of still trigger us to keep going. Um, And that's often what we find in our practice when people are either bored or sad, some of those more emotional triggers to eat. Hunger is that normal sensation um, that's cued by the brain, and what's happening is it's in the hypothalamus, um, and the brain is actually triggering your your body to um, send the signal uh, from the stomach that it's empty, and, you know, there's that physical need or necessity to eat, those stomach growlings or feeling kind of lightheaded or grouchy or some of the common know, signs that we're all used to feeling when we're hungry. So then how is that hunger regulated? You talk about what's happening with the brain, I guess. Yeah, so of course, hunger is actually, again, it's quite complicated. There's the brain is involved, um, your blood sugar levels are involved, um, how empty or full your stomach and your intestines are send different cues. And also there's two main hunger hormones that really shift appetite regulation. And the two are leptin is our first one. Um, And that's a hormone made by fat cells and that actually decreases appetite. So the more leptin you have in the body, the more your appetite goes down. Um, whereas ghrelin is the sort of appetite-stimulating hormone, and that's primarily produced in the stomach, and it's thought to sort of signal the brain um, that we want to eat. So there's this complicated regulation of everything going on hunger. Yeah, okay, so the biology lesson aside, are there different types of hunger? Yeah, and we work a lot through um, our practice really helping our clients determine the three types of hunger. And we picked up this type of uh, training from Craving Change, which is a cognitive behavioral program to eating that we use quite extensively in our practice. Um, And the three types of hunger is first off stomach hunger. So that's that physiologic necessity or medical necessity to eat. Um, And then there's also mouth hunger, and mouth hunger is more related to cravings and the senses. So the seeing, the even hearing a potato chip, for example, crunch can trigger more mouth hunger um, or smelling something really delicious. Um, Those are all mouth hunger, so more craving-related hungers. Um, And then thirdly, we've got heart hunger, and that's the one that's more emotionally triggered or as, as a result of what we call learned behavior in the psychology field. So things that we picked up, for example, as a kid, um, if we were given a reward with food or we had certain types of things on Friday nights, those are all more heart-related hunger. Um, and all of them are normal for all of us. Let's take a break here because after traffic, I want to find um, some strategies on how we can satisfy those different hungers, all right? Okay. 
We are talking about hunger and really understanding hunger. Andrea Hallwagner is a registered dietitian. Her website is healthstandnutrition.com. So before traffic, we were talking about stomach hunger, mouth hunger, and heart hunger. How do we satisfy those different hungers? You bet. So first one was stomach hunger, that physical necessity to eat. First of all, choosing not to go on a diet and deprive yourself of enough overall calories is so key. Um, Obviously, having breakfast every day is really key because it's difficult to fix what's happening in the evening. So many of our clients struggle with overeating in the evening, and it's hard to fix that until we fix what's happening early. The other key thing to remember there is eating every three to five hours. Um, If we go too long, of course, without eating, it's just natural. Our physical stomach hunger is just going to overtake things for us. That's the physical hunger. Then you talked Mm -hmm. about mouth hunger, that craving that's related to senses. You bet. So that mouth hunger sort of piece, um, often what I ask people uh, to think about is what am I really craving? And and to, the more you hone in on this, the better, because otherwise what ends up happening is, is what I call people start chewing around a craving. So they start sampling a wide range of food, trying to figure out what it is that they're looking for, when if you really drill down, is it something sweet or savory or creamy or crunchy or warm or cold, that's really going to help satisfy that mouth hunger the more you drill down even before taking a bite of anything and that final one heart hunger which we've talked about before that emotional eating but but how do you satisfy that yeah and this is a tough one you know um certainly we spend a lot of time working with our clients on that and in some cases uh, refer out to psychologists but the key thing to start exploring here is what is eating me and what in my life is sort of not come my way that I'm really hungry for. And you may or may not know that. The more we kind of spend time reflecting on that and then think about some of those ways you can soothe and nurture yourself without food, whether that's a bath, a phone call with a friend, and the list goes on, um, the better we're able to help manage that heart hunger. I've got a lot of parents listening saying, okay, this is great information, but how do I make sure I'm kind of modeling or passing this on to my kids? Because it's probably kind of a bizarre concept to talk about different hungers, but what do you suggest? You bet, and you use such a key word there as modeling. So the role modeling of actually even um, understanding what those hunger cues are for yourself is the best way that your kids are going to be set up for success because kids learn what they live. And so talk to them about the fact that there's three different types of hunger. There's not just one, (laughs) and that we eat for different reasons. Um, And teach them the awareness of how their body actually feels when they're stomach hungry or how do they know if they're heart hungry. also, just so key to just help them live in their body and understand what their body is trying to tell them. Great information. I know you've just uh, skimmed the surface. Go to healthstandnutrition.com and there's lots more information there. Or if you need a nutrition consultation, look it up there as well, healthstandnutrition.com. Andrea, thanks so much for this. Thanks for having me. Andrea Hall-Wagner, a registered dietitian. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.